I don't know, the elf could be alive. <laughs> Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 141. My name is Jason Fitzgerald. With me tonight's Randy James, crunching away on those chips. So I'm going to jump in and tell you I had a really close call this weekend. It was alarming, but things are back under control, and I wanted to share with listeners what happened so they can prevent and stay ahead of these things. Spike returned. Spike is our elf on the shelf. How's your elf on the shelf? Did he return? We've never had one. Well, I got to turn this down. I forgot to turn it down after the... Okay. Am I loud in your ears? Yeah, a little bit. You're probably loud in your own ears. Um, well, let me tell you what happened step by step here. So we're, uh, my younger two kids were away. They were at auntie's wanna, getting an experience. Um, they were on an excursion at auntie's. So for uh, a Christmas gifts, my uh, my sister-in-law will take the kids and do an experience now. No more no more gifts, something small, but not as not a big gift anymore. And she does an experience, which I'm a big fan of. Well, this week they went to a, a little like theme park. I've never been there myself. Edaville Railroad, if anybody from New England is familiar with it. I don't even know if we have a listener from New England. But anyways, um, the point was the little two, the younger two were gone. The older two were home and we were just kind of milling around and we were setting up just some Christmas decorations for the holidays. And uh, my daughter, Grace, says to me, well, she says to all of us, um, you know, sometimes I think that the elf on the shelf spike isn't real. I think... Sometimes I think that, that mommy and daddy just went to the store and bought one. And then just every night after we go to bed, we, we move it around. <laughs> and uh, my wife and I are like, uh, what do we do here? Yeah, what uh, do you do? What do you do? We mm-hmm. did nothing. And my son talked her into believing it was real. <laughs> and does he believe it's real? Yeah, so we had some further conversation about that. He asked some questions about Santa. I thought he had started to come to the the conclusion that, oh, man, wait a second. What are we doing? We should have warned our listeners. Spoiler alert. If you have your kids in the car, turn it off. I mean, I believe it's real. Um, Well, he is real. You can write to him letters, and they'll come back to you. He'll respond. But, um, yeah, he said some things this weekend also that I I thought he was – I thought he may – uh, by putting on the front that he believed it was real, but not really believed that it was real. You know what I mean? Like pretending for everybody's sake. But, uh, maybe. But no, but no. I, he he asked some questions, some specific questions. I don't really... We've been through this before. It's very seasonal. We talk about yeah, it every year. Right. It is. And that's I'm why not a big fan of the... Um, the the whimsy create. I mean, the kids' imagination is one thing. You know, I don't want to crush their dreams and their imagination. They can play and think and do these things, but flat out lying to them shouldn't really be celebrated. And it, very much like the uh, you know the sex talk, the first time they ask you the question, you should answer it truthfully. So they never asked me directly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly how you get around having the sex talk as well. <laughs> well, I'm going to get to that. I'm not there yet. But um, <laughs> he, so, like I said, uh, my wife and I looked at each other because uh, she never asked a question and we never. So that's mm-hmm. the thing is, right? We never have outright said, listen, 
Santa's real, except maybe like really young, but like never, if they were to say Santa real, no, I'm not going to say, yeah, Santa's real. Won't um, you though? N- no. Uh, what are you going to no. say? You're going mean, to dance they, around it? If they pinned me down on it, I'd be like, you know, I'd be fake about it. Well, what do you think? Why don't you think he's real? That kind of stuff. Is it misleading? Yes. Is it lying directly? Yes. Is it healthy? <laughs> is the better question. So, I- so, so, so that's where. That's where I land on this. Is it is it okay? Uh, you know, the suspension of disbelief and the 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 fantasy that surrounds it, the joy. I feel that's a little heavy handed. Oh, it brings we can, joy we can, to them, right? Yeah, we can go over the joy and what the joy is, what we all think it is. It has nothing to do with joy. Anyone who has kids knows they're not excited about Santa. They want presents because you're promising them gifts from this jolly old fat man, and then when the day comes. They want their pile to be bigger than their siblings. How come they have seven gifts and I only have six? Or 97 and I only have 96. And then they tear through opening them and papers everywhere. And where's the next one? Where's the next wow. one? Where's the next one? I hate everything. See, this is why I, this is why I continue it. This is why I, I uh, propagate the lie. Propagate the fantasy. No, I think it makes it worse. But I, I don't think, think so. You're all like negative about it. No, if, if you should be, of all people, if you should be teaching them anything yeah, about me, this holiday. Are, are you saying me of all people because of my churchiness? Between, between the two of us. <laughs> okay. Yes, because of your churchiness. Well, well it, I don't even, I have no idea what the season actually implies as far as giving goes. But you're, cel- you're celebrating season. the birth of Christ. Yeah, it's a birthday. It's not really his birthday. But um, uh, it's the celebration of his birthday. <laughs> the celebration on some random day. Well, it's but the, a... the gift giving aspect of it, I think, is very nice, and you should perpetuate that, right? We should teach them, work with them about picking out gifts well, for other people, etc. Yeah. And I think as the age becomes higher and they become more discerning on some of these things, then uh, then I think it's appropriate. And, and and like I said, we don't outright lie to them and say, listen, Santa's real. You have to believe in Santa. But <laughs> we don't come out, you know. But you do move an elf around on a shelf. Yeah. Every day. Well, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> you're right. I, I, I'm on, you know, I'm on loose soil here. I don't have a lot of, you know, uh, we enjoy it. It's fun for us. It's fun for the kids. It's make-believe, you know, that's kind of a hand-wavy way of addressing You're it. You're gaslighting them. You're gaslighting them. I am. Ga- yeah, we are <laughs> gaslighting them. Yes, we are. <laughs> Everyone in the in the world is gaslighting their children. But, you know, <clears throat> there's some suspension of disbelief here because and I think on both sides. You're parts, starting to I, believe your own lies. <laughs> no, I don't believe the elf is real, but I believe that subconsciously, you know, you can look at the thing. You can see needle and thread. You can see a tag on it. Um you know, hang on, I'm clicking things because I got different computers going. But uh, I think there's a, uh, you know, subconscious willingness on their part to believe in the, to, to accept the, the the lie on face value. Because I used to tell my children we couldn't go outside because the sky was broken. <laughs> and they would believe me because <laughs> yeah. they're gullible children. We can tell them anything we want. I mean, that's the nature of... Our power over them. Yeah. So I, I don't. I think you're. I think we're kidding ourselves to say we're helping them by providing this whimsy and, and they enjoy it. Like it, it, no, I mean you're just we're molding this lie in the shape that seems fun for us and they enjoy it yeah. because it's a big mystery. Yeah. I'm not saying it's harmful, but it could get there. 
like the like the parents that gaslighted their kids into thinking you could peel a pineapple until they went to college. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's not hard. Like, is that now you think that's harmful? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and, and the uh, that same that same family, right? The guy would sing the um, the song about the phone books arriving from the movie The Jerk. I don't know the song, but um, <laughs> I don't know the reference. <laughs> but the it, it was where did I read this? It was the the same family that gaslighted their kids into thinking you could peel a pineapple. They would basically say, "Okay, kids, we're going to peel a pineapple," and they would pre-cut the thing, and then they would roll the sides off it. And it, for their whole lives, the kids thought you could peel I, a pineapple. I, you know, we've we keep talking about this story. I don't know if it's real. It's real, but we I can't find it on the internet. So. Uh, I'll I'll find it. All right. Send it to you. We'll put a link in the show notes. But the same family should we should we explain yeah. gaslighting? Or, or is it <laughs> well? We you can look it up and you can read the definition. Okay. But it's, it's just basically a perpetual lie. I mean, it's you're just lying to people. But it's but usually. The, oh, go ahead. What was the origin of it? It had to do it's from the movie Gaslight, right, or something like that. Uh, no, no, the guy was actually messing with the gas lights. Oh. Like, it was very literal in the term, I think. Oh, but I, usually, I think but too. usually, it's it has a negative connotation. Well, it does have a negative connotation, and it's partly because you are misleading people. But it's usually to one's own uh, self. Like I would mislead you to benefit me. Mm, is it? Uh, well, no, I don't think it always is. You're just. You're just I don't like, think it always is, but I think it usually is. I'm, I'm here. I'm gonna have to. Uh, okay. Yeah, you look it up, Bowie. Yeah. I'm. I'm t- I don't want to sound like Scrooge. I love the holidays. We do. Um, we get a tree. Uh, we got our tree with our, our bikes, of course. Yeah, it's amazing. This year, it was really fun getting it by bike. Everyone, of course, everyone at the tree place is all like, oh, my goodness, that's so cool. And they, and they practically run us over with their giant SUVs on the way out. Good. I so mean, when they're out of their no. car, they're very appreciative of it. So I saw something. I, I need to, I yeah, need to no, run this by. Okay, here, ready for the definition? Yeah, I'm this fine. is this is from Wikipedia, which we should donate to, by the way, because they have their big thing at the top. Anyways, mm-hmm. right now, gaslighting or or uh, yeah, <laughs> there's two different whether or not you use a hyphen or not, geez, so my reading is weird. But gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a victim is manipulated into doubting their own memory, perception, or right. sanity. Okay, so that's yeah. got some negative. Uh, yeah. Okay, like they have to start believing something never happened that did or did happen that never did. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's here, like when I say... See, so the I'm, film What Became of Jack and Jill concerns a murder by gaslight plot by two young mods who attempt to induce a heart attack in an elderly woman by convincing her that she is being targeted by a fictional youth supremacist movement. So should they kill her by gaslighting her into believing? They kill her by making her, yeah. And it's like when my kids... Uh, when I see the price of something and I say sixty-seven doll hairs, yeah, you know, as if that's too much. And my son says, "Did you say doll hairs?" And I say, "What are you talking about?" What do you mean, doll hairs? Where I don't see any doll hairs. I said no dollars. And doll he said, hairs. He gives, he gives me the side eye. He gives me the side eye. Like I'm pretty sure I heard you say doll hairs, but I always play it off as if I didn't. So now I'm making him doubt himself. So I'm gaslighting him. And it did come from the play, the original. What came from the play Gaslight? Oh, from right. 1938. But um, back to gaslighting our children in the non-malicious sense of. Um, no, because you're doing the same thing. Like if, if in context, right. If they say, you think I'm psychologically abusing my child by telling you, you are, especially with the elf on the shelf. Yeah. 
Really? Especially. No, yeah. I don't think it's abuse. In that particular case, it absolutely But it's, they're not is. doubting their own memory. When, they're doubting their yes, own perception. Okay, fine. They're but, they're <laughs> not, but not their sanity, okay? Well, I don't know. The elf could be alive. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're from, absolutely <laughs> With the intention of disorienting the victim. Hey, yeah. you know what? Fine. I'm they're going to be, they're gonna be, yeah, they're going to go, uh, come on. They're going to go into a store, they're going to see a bunch of little dolls or whatever, and they're going to, their perception of reality will be all these crazy little dolls that come out at night and run the store. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing, right? That's what I don't understand and why. Now I'm sort of doing it to see, like, what will happen. I kind of want to. <laughs> You're doing it to gaslight. <laughs> because I'm like, to when, get some more enjoyment when will it, yeah. the wheels come off, right? Why when are you we'll... guys so gullible? Yeah. <laughs> right. How far can I push the brainwashing? Exactly. I mean, we have. So much power, but over the, but 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 my wife and and myself, our our involvement is not overt. Like I've said, we've not <laughs> gone out of our way to try and prove to them. Saying it's like, you know, footsteps on the roof, or uh, well, I don't know. Fine, we eat the cookies on Christmas Eve and <laughs> drink the milk and write a letter back. <laughs> so yeah, all right, fine. I am overtly doing it. <laughs> right, right back. Oh goodness. Um. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to deal with it either. It's, it hasn't come. I don't remember what happened last year, and I don't feel a very strong urge to um come out and just tell them either. So I, while I'm making fun of all this, I have not gone straight to my kids and said. I hope they're not listening. Are there any kids listening? I have not what, gone straight house? to my no on to the show. Oh well, we, I think we 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 gave the we already spoiler. gave the warning. Yeah, yeah, shut it off, people. Um, I'll put something in the show notes. <laughs> so I haven't dumped it on them in that regard, but I I'm pretty sure my son knows. But is it one of those things? I we'll see. We'll I'll let you know. We'll we'll, we'll see as the holidays come if he asks. Um, leading into it. They had fun decorating the tree, though. They like decorating the tree. We got all the ornaments out. And my wife redecorates it when they're done. Mm-hmm. Because it's never right. Well, I took a different approach this year. Usually, I try to really be involved with decorating a tree. No, that's and uh, like just make sure it's controlled and no, um, like things aren't getting broken. And you know what I did this year? Let it get broken. And, well, uh, this year I took a step back. I went in the kitchen. I poured myself a drink. I stood across <laughs> the room and watched them go nuts. And nothing, nothing really untoward happened. Yeah, you give so. them a ladder and everything. Let them do it all. And I, uh, the, the only thing I did was put the tree in the bucket. Well, yeah, right. We understand that. Yeah, I did that. I do that, and then I put the lights up, and then I'm usually like, okay, let's put this ornament here. This ornament, well, not that bad, but like, I let's make. I got to make sure the ornament's not going to fall off. I mean, kids are getting older, them? so it's a little less. But yeah, um, I, and I invented a new drink. It's not really a it's new. It's called drink. the caramel black, the white. <laughs> it's Russian. So do you know it's in a white white Russian? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Kahlua and milk. And uh, vodka? And, and vodka, oh. yeah. But I used caramel vodka, and it was like a little extra, and it was delicious. Oh. My wife was starting to be like, where are you? What are you doing? Come on in here with us. And <laughs> I, I can't, and I, I can't. And I turned the corner of the drink, and she's like, oh, all right, never mind. And uh, yeah, it's good. There was a little extra <laughs> zing to it. And uh, so I highly recommend the caramel vodka in the white Russian. I yeah, just go straight for the black Russian. Well, I didn't want – I didn't want – my wife – was driving in a bit. I was like, oh no, wait, no, that was a different <laughs> night. No, but I, I didn't want to like get, get myself 
I didn't want to be drunk. I wanted to have a nice drink while they destroyed the house and the tree. Mm -hmm. But they did a good job. The tree went up. Um, Yeah. So there. For those who are wondering how we may have brought a tree home on our bikes. Wait, I didn't. Nobody nobody asked. I didn't they, ask. <laughs> how are they going to ask? They can't ask. Me, it's a I'm, one-way show. I'm supposed to. I'm the moderator, remember? I know, but I was just thinking about it, and I'll forget if I don't. All right. So tell us, how did your tree go? How do you get uh, your tree? And how does we, that have, we have a big bike trailer. We have a big bike trailer. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole story. Okay. It's a big flatbed. It's really long. It's like five feet long. And who pulls the trailer? Uh, actually, my wife pulled it. I know. I saw that. That's well, because uh, well, because I, ha- I had the I had the girl. I had she was uh, on the trailer bike with the one wheel bike. Oh, okay. So we did a bunch a- of we did a bunch of bike maintenance recently too. Wait, mm-hmm. but she's not on the two wheeler yet. Oh, she is. Yeah, but not for like a longer journey. Is that what it was? Yeah, she likes the one wheel bike. She goes back and forth. Well, because oh. on the one wheel bike she can go fast of on course, the trailer yeah. bike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she likes to race her brother. She pedals like crazy, and we pedal and race him, and yeah. he gets all mad because we're both pedaling. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she can do. She's fine, but it's the um, the tree place is like seven miles away. Oh wow! Like that. well, that's, so that's legit, then. So your son biked fourteen miles to get oh, yeah, that. It's, it's no problem. <laughs> On the road or on the? Uh, it was all trail. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, all trail. Paved. It's, most of it was paved. About half paved, half dirt. Okay. But uh, yeah, the the trailer is an exciting story for me, not for most people. But I probably talked about it after the summer. Um, I made some adjustments to it, and my my most favorite adjustment to it that I made were the ratchet straps, which I think I mentioned. So it has, I found on Amazon some retractable ratchet straps. So you have to imagine, a, it's like a flatbed truck, but you just tow it behind your bike. It's a trailer. Yeah. So you put stuff on, I usually put bins on it, like big uh, Rubbermaid type bins. So if I go grocery shopping, I just bring the bins and then I fill them with groceries, put the lids on. Then you got to tie them down. And bungee cords are terrible because they're stretchy and they get springy. So I have these retractable ratchet straps bolted to the side of the trailer. The retractable part is super important. And you can just extend them out, wrap them around the bins, hook them on the other side, crank them down, you're done. It's like a couple of steps. And when you unload it, you push a button and it sucks the strap back in. It's super great. So we did the same thing. We threw the tree on the trailer. Uh, They wrapped it. So they wrapped it in like this weird wrapping thing. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, it was handy. Yeah, the 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 sort it's of like plastic that mesh, plastic the mesh, mesh thing. Yep. Yeah. So they wrapped it so it kind of tucked in from the wheels, which was nice. I didn't get the super wide trailer model. I should have got the wider one. No. I should have. I should have. The what, narrow one's okay. Would you be able to take the the wide one on the uh, bike path and all that? Like yeah, that? yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's why I got the narrow one because I was worried about like fitting through stuff. But it's fine. What about so like, through on the, the side of the road with uh, driverists? Drivers. Yeah, driverists are awful. I, I don't think I would ever bring. I'd, Ah, it's tough. It's tough. Oh, tough you would call. never take it on the road. What about at the Cape? You're on the road there, aren't you? I mean, uh, no, we're Cape. pretty much on bike paths the whole time. <clears throat> no kidding. Martha's Vineyard, yeah. There's oh, bike the paths everywhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, over. I didn't realize that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't, it'd be awful. I can't take the kids on the road. You crazy? That's my, um, you know, that's my big deal, right? You can't, people don't, people who don't bike places, right? You get, I, you know, I know a lot of cyclists that are like, um, 
big road bikers, you know, and they're in, they're in it for like, I'm working out, I'm going to ride a hundred miles and good for them. Right. But they don't get the idea of transportation. They don't get like, I want my kid to bike themselves to school. It's not, it's not the same thing, right? You can't, this kid is not going to sit on the white line and ride this perfectly straight, you know, ride, whatever you want to call it. And, (laughs) and just, be in that exact spot and be buzzed by cars and be happy about it. It's just not going to happen, right? No. They need space and they need safe space. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cyclist cycling is very different than trans commuting or tra- right. There, there is kind of a two. There's two modes, right? There's there's competitive cyclists, and I think people get the two confused. Like riding a bike to get somewhere is different than uh, riding one of these hunched over fancy road bikes in full lycra you know spandex bulges everywhere yeah i I mean i have both but when i do bike to work i always take the my mountain bike because it's just more it's takes me probably long it definitely takes me longer and it's a lot more resistance in the tires but i can put my you know cargo on it and yeah i've been evolving away from that as well i mean my my bikes have been evolving to be cargo-y bikes. I care. Actually, I went to pick up my son tonight. We had basketball tonight. Yeah. Which I can talk about basketball a little bit. Oh, no. That's right. I'm out of sports right now. <laughs> We're into sports season. We got to talk about running sports a little bit. We'll get, we'll oh, get to that. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm very impressed with your daughter. We'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> she, not you though. She, um, <laughs> so we had basketball tonight and my wife walked the kids to school so I said alright I'll go I got home from work and I'm like I'll go get him and take him to basketball and she says uh, well he doesn't how are you going to get there I'm like well I'll ride my bike how else will I get there like what, how have we not been through this before she's like well he doesn't have his bike we walked to school today sorry she didn't sound she didn't sound that terrible just, oh, okay. so they, they didn't drive they just walked like, ah, that's no problem and she's looking at me like mm, you know scowly yeah. squinty eyes and, um, like I'm looking at you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So I, you know, I threw the bag on cause I have panniers for my bike and whatnot. I threw the bag on the back at the basketball, got his boots, got all kinds of other stuff that he needed. And then what I did was I, I hooked his front wheel to the other side of my bike rack. So I towed his bike. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wrapped some bungee cords around it. Boom. Done. I rode to the school towing his bike behind me. You didn't take a picture of that, did you? No, I didn't. I should have. That's what you yeah. need to put on the Twitters. That's yeah. a kind of... Uh, it's, it wasn't a big deal at all. I just hook it on there. And, and what did he say when he got there? He was psyched. Oh, good for him. He and how about the hands? Hands? Did you bring gloves or something? Uh, he already had gloves. Okay. I mean, I checked on what he had with him, right? He oh, okay, his, okay. He had his jacket and everything. I brought his, his balaclava because they, oh, yeah. they love their balaclavas. And it's cold. It's like cold and rainy, 50 yeah, degrees. Yeah, it's cold and rainy, yeah. Oh, and he doesn't care? Nah, he's a, he's a trooper. He's we got we to gotta prep him for the winter. We're going to go skiing. Son. Come on, you get it? I'm really, you know. What? The weather people rub me the wrong way. With oh, we've been about this back and forth with the weather people. Yeah. And I'm on, I'm on board for the most part on this. Yeah, just just dress for the weather. That's it. You're fine. Yeah, Come on. right. That's it. That's all you got to do. We don't live in the tropics. You can live there if you want. Tornadoes. But no, you got different. Do you have different concerns there? The, right. Uh, suntan Tornadoes. lotion constantly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I don't want to. What would you rather do? Suntan lotion every day or wear a jacket? 
public service announcement. You should put suntan lotion on in the winter if you're going to be out in the sun, especially because of the uh, reflective. So I don't want to say that we shouldn't be putting suntan lotion out, even though we're outside. Uh, you got to protect the skin. You only get one skin. Only have one. Well, not really. It kind of falls off all the it time. It grows back, yeah. Yeah. It's not like your eyes, which don't grow back. No, your eyes don't grow back. So uh, that's very interesting. I like that. I like that. Toad it. I like I like your uh, your spirit, your your commitment to the biking. Yeah, why not? And it's I don't feel, you know, I second guess myself sometimes. I don't feel like I'm doing it. To impress anyone, it's just it just feels right. Like I'm not begrudgingly doing this. It's fun. Like it's cool. I can totally strap his front wheel on my bike and tow it like a little tow truck. Uh, it's no big deal. And he's happy. We recently, actually, my daughter and I, because she's I told you last week I think she's really excited to receive his used bike, which I'm gonna take. Yeah, uh, and never. I'm gonna remember that forever, right? As a I want a new one. Like I'm, I was expecting a little bit of that, but I want a new one stuff. Didn't happen. She helped me replace his brakes. Yeah. Brake cables. Uh-huh. Uh, and we got new tires for his bike because his old tires were completely worn out. They're real floppy. Uh, so he uh, used it once before, but tonight he really got to make better use of it. And uh, the brakes in the rain, you know, solid, good. Yeah. Did he go put himself over the handlebars? Trusted his sister's work. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't crash because the brakes were all of a sudden working. No, no. Jam tires, on tires, <laughs> tires worked really well. It was great. Get a nice trial run out of it. Uh, so I was excited about that. I, and it's you know, it's just what it's just what we do. It's not a big deal. Like you get a little bit. Well, I got a little bit wet. Who cares? Right. Wear a jacket. I um I I would strongly encourage it if you have if you have a safe place to ride you think you can get there of course you know you got to have a bike yeah, but there's more to it I think what what we talked about before is is true a lot of people end up with a bike and they they equate it they might have like a road bike skinny tires dropped handlebars and everything right and that's just not comfortable for getting around town that's not what you want you want a Dutch bike you know a really upright comfortable to sit on. Comfortable to sit upright with the handlebars, can carry a bunch of junk. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about your bragging. Am I bragging? No, you're not. But I've enjoyed it. It's Tuesday, and it's Tuesday after Cyber Monday, after oh, which is a giving small Tuesday. business Saturday, after it's Black giving, Friday, it's giving, after it's Thanksgiving. Tuesday. Did yeah. you know how much? The Giving Tuesday thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole series of events... For the last four days, five days, Thanksgiving is good. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I'm on board What's with. Wednesday going to be? I mean, there's... <laughs> Wacky. Wacky no, Wednesday. But it, it's like, okay, you buy a bunch of stuff on Black Friday for basically, you kill each other, right? For a TV. And then you go and you support the local business. What do you go to the local pharmacist and buy bandages that you need to fix yourself up with after? And then not that on Sunday, good. Go to church and you do that thing. Then mm-hmm. Monday, you buy a bunch of stuff online. And then Tuesday, you give? Like, what? Why does it take the fourth day? Shouldn't, shouldn't the giving happen first? Well, I think the other days were already taken up. But then here's the other thing, which drives me berserk. People are like putting their status on, look at me, I gave money, I gave on the Giving Tuesday, you should give too. <laughs> I, I want to I punch everybody. Well, there, there's a lot of matching going. There is a, I realize you're against, the, the, you seem to be against a lot of the awareness raising. No, <laughs> don't get me going. <laughs> awareness. No, 
I'm, I'm all for There's the awareness raising. Yeah. But people are really like want to raise awareness once they've done something good. Well, what? I mean, it's a double-edged sword. So, yes, they're annoying for trying to bring attention to themselves yeah. for having given. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if it spurs someone else to do the same, then there's some good that comes out of it. So you can be both. You can be both disgruntled with them, if that's the right word, for being so pretentious about it, and and happy that maybe someone else saw it and be like, "I'm going to give two, right?" And you can maybe you could try to gaslight everybody, <laughs> yeah, and and just post some stuff about how much you gave to all the charities you love, even if you didn't give any, just to see if other people will do it. All the charities, even if I didn't give any, yeah, the human <laughs> fund. Uh, <laughs> So you use the social media to raise money for your ride every year. But I that's do. a little different, though, because I'm telling you. The, the, it the, feels the same. It always feels dirty. It always yeah. feels dirty, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, even the selling stuff for, well, for popcorn and stuff to fundraise. Right. All the fundraising feels dirty. People like to do it more than I uh, I realize. Like, people heard I was selling popcorn in the office and said, oh, you're selling popcorn? I want to buy some. So they went out of their way to find me. Uh, like right. two, Multiple people did that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The giving thing is like, hey, look at me. I gave money to the thing. And after the, hey, look at me. I just bought this thing. And then I bought this other thing. And then I bought this. I'm, I'm just like, ah, the commercialization of the past weekend followed by this trite giving day bothers me. So, I don't know. We're so very we, yin and yang tonight, it seems we, like. We gave a lot of money to food pantries over the last few days. We did, right? And I didn't put, oh, uh, well, no, I did put one, but I didn't I put a picture of my daughter up. Yeah, so we ran some turkey troughs, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that's different because we got something out of it. <laughs> it's expensive. It adds up. I didn't, uh, it did the add one up. I, I, I ran one on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, they were supposed to bring canned goods, and I wasn't about to haul like 15 cans of food. Plus, I didn't have them on my bike to... <laughs> Wait, like you'll seven. haul another bike, but you won't haul cans for donation? It was like, you know, eight miles away or something. It was, it was all uphill to get there. It's a lot of cans. I don't so understand I just, you. What? I, well, I just gave them money instead. You know? okay, so, okay, okay. I fine. think they prefer the money anyway. But Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so we did um, – I don't know if we talked about it in the last show. You and I went out of our way to basically compete on one of the turkey trots. And uh, where's my typing? Okay, J keyboard. Right. Um, where was I? Yeah, so you and I went out of our way to <laughs> to compete. Because I've been running more. You used to run quite a bit. You've been running again. Yes. And uh, it turned out as as I expected. You know, we both, we both kind of – waffled i thought we would you know we we said we would compete and then there was a moment where we said like hey what maybe we just maybe we shouldn't we could just run (laughs) right right and then both of us agreed Uh, yeah the gun goes off and wouldn't work yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it turned out as i expected you you were you are more experienced and uh have been and doing this a lot longer and 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 pulled away i did i did use a little bit of uh no, well, I'm not saying I'm not. You, you're definitely in better running shape. No, I don't for think sure. so. You're definitely yeah. better shape than me. No, no. I, I think the only way I got through that quicker than you was having done it before in the past and known what I was going to be suffering yeah. for the next 20 minutes. Well, that's part of it, but that, that's that's includes. I mean, that that's how it all goes, right? There right. Are, it certainly is some psychological. I mean, I remember running behind you, going like, "Okay, I'll catch up to him a little later." Okay, I'll catch up. <laughs> I'll see him at the next bend. Like, I think he's a little farther away. Maybe right. he isn't. Yeah. 
Right. And then I'm like, ah, you know, this sucks. I can't, <laughs> it's not catching. Yeah. I ran that very, <laughs> very same race, which right. was the Stowe Gobbler in Stowe, Mass. Uh, about 20 seconds behind my neighbor who, mm-hmm. uh, did the same thing to me. And he, oh, okay. he ran in college, but I was in much better shape than he was. Like, I felt like, but he beat me by, you know, and I, the whole way. So I knew exactly what I was planning to do the whole, like, <laughs> if we're racing this thing, I'm going to, but I, yeah. I, I did think I ran faster than that thing than I have all month. And I thought you would, I thought I was just going to like burn out. And I kind of think right. I kind of did cause, but just a day later. But you made it. You pushed through. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I think I, see, I feel like I could have pushed harder, but I still probably wouldn't have caught you completely at the end. You always like feel I, that, and I just I don't know that, those five Ks when you run them so fast. It's just it's not that enjoyable to me. N- no, no, know. it isn't. It isn't. I mean, so so I ran a um, a ten mile only because some other people that we run with in town were like, "We're gonna go do this one. Does anyone want to come?" I'm like, uh, sh- "Sure, I guess." And I didn't realize till I got there that it was. It was called a tough 10 miler specifically <laughs> because it's like all uphill and downhill, uphill, downhill, like the whole time. So there's a couple of really big hills there. And I'm still a little tired from that. Like I actually wore myself out a little bit doing that and ended up running faster than I wanted to, like than I had planned on doing, I yeah. should say. So it got competitive there too. Like the people I went with. Oh really? Uh, in the in the beginning. Well, yeah, in the beginning they're all like, uh, so one of the, one of the women I, that I went with, uh. She's like, oh, you know, I think I have a little, I have like sore knee. I'm just, I'm going to do like nine minute miles. Maybe if I'll be lucky if I do that, I'm like, that's cool. We can run together. That's, that's kind of my plan. Right. And then, you know, we start and she goes, you know, right. We just <laughs> flies out of the starting line. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What's going on? What's, I thought you said you were doing, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. And she doesn't have like a fancy GPS watch or anything. So she just has no idea what she's doing for a pace. Oh, really? So I'm like telling her as we're going, I'm like, uh, we just did a 740 uh-huh. last mile. Yeah. So what, uh, what's going on? What's wrong with your knee? <laughs> Nothing wrong with your knee? <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Well, you know, so the whole way, and then I kind of creep away from them at one point and then she catches up with me right near the end. Like the last, the last mile she caught up with me and then the last like half a mile she sort of started passing me. Nice. And then, of course, and then I took off past her going up the hill around the finish line. And literally, as we crossed the finish line, she ran into the back of me and, like, threw her shoulder in. in <laughs> like <it was> Why? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> nice. She literally yeah. ran up your back. I There's, like, like eight, you know, I think there were maybe 60 or 70 people in the race. It wasn't super big. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're giving us popsicle sticks for our finishes to to determine the places, so I don't think that was necessary. But I admire her determination. She's uh, feisty. Yeah, fifty-two. So as well, we didn't even talk about. Well, really, I didn't. We yeah. didn't talk about. See, that gives me hope. I know that's what I said. I'm like, you're you're a friggin' inspiration with this. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. I told you, I hit the forty. I got that injury. I I thought my I might have been hanging it up and uh, settling into. Uh, Spare tire for the rest of my life, and I wasn't mm-hmm. on board with that. So Might I'm, well. I'm, I'm yeah, glad. Yeah. I'm glad I'm turning the corner on that. But um, we didn't talk about the the experience on Friday, which the kids race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should talk about the kids. It's a kids show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Friday, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I I texted you. Know, I was like, "Hey, we're doing this other one." My daughter. It was kind of the weather wasn't good. It was kind of dreary and rainy, and I talked mm-hmm. to my 
seven-year-old daughter. And I said, do you want to run this 5K? And she had done one in, in October, as I mentioned on the show previously. And she said, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. So I was like, all right, well, I will do that then. And or my mom, your mother, and I will do it with you. So my wife's like, yeah, all you. So I'm like, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> and so, but <laughs> so then I text you and she came to watch. I didn't really want, like, I was, you were like, yeah, I'll come. I was like, oh, okay, great. Cause I really didn't want it to turn into, and I was like, oh, Randy and Max are coming in. <laughs> my wife. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. She was you like, you were joking about it, but I, we didn't make it competitive. No, and we, and we didn't, we didn't, but my wife was like, this is not competitive. And she was right. I, I, and I didn't really expect it to, but it was good. It was good. We made it good. Uh, yeah. And then you just started kind of like a little bit ahead of us and. Well, cause my son had a hard time pacing himself. They so he's only, do. yeah. I, I think he's only ever done. I mean, the only run he's ever really done was like the one and a half mile run that we did. Right. So everything else is just soccer, baseball, basketball, running. Right. Like he doesn't done like running for the sake of running. Right. And so I told him in the beginning, I said, look, I think you can probably do like a 10 minute mile for the three miles. Right. And he was also sick. You know, I'm not making excuses. He, he was. You he's can make excuses. He's nine. He's, he, he's had a chest whatever. cold. Yeah, he's right. For like a, it's this ridiculous yeah. chest cold. So he was having trouble breathing. He still, but he still wanted to do it. He said he wanted to go. Yeah. This was his first 5K, though, right? Yeah. 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 And so I said, I'll try to pace us. I'll run at a 10-minute mile. But then I kind of made the mistake of saying, pointed at one of our my friends that was there, and I yeah. said, you know, she she's going to run about a 10-minute mile, so we can just chase her. So when we started, he started chasing her, Oh, and, and she was running faster. She was probably yeah. doing nine minutes. <laughs> and um, so I tried to slow him down a little, tried to keep him next to me. He wouldn't stay next to me. He couldn't. Like, look, I'm like, look, at, I'm right here. I'm I'm like jogging. I'm going this speed, like go my speed. And he'd start running and he'd go like instantly way ahead of me. Yeah. Like, what do you, like, what's going on? <laughs> and then he'd get tired and he'd walk and then he'd be way behind me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I feel like there's this weird, you know, if you were to simply go the speed I'm going, you could probably hold it for much longer instead of this when they burn themselves out and then they have to walk for longer and they it's harder to recover once you start walking it's really hard to start running again right so it was good though i'm glad he did it i think he was happy when it was over and i was trying to convince him you know you get that defeated feeling during the race you're out in the middle of nowhere there's no end in sight it's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you feel like, where am I? Why am I doing it? like just sort of <laughs> yeah. like what is going on? What? There's just really it's no surreal. Yeah. Especially you're running through those neighborhoods you don't you're not familiar with. You're just taking right. random turns. It's random people. Yeah. I mean we've see. done it before. We got headphones in our ears telling us we're at mile two, two and a half, whatever. And yeah. And uh we we know how much farther there is to go and how long it's gonna yeah. take us to get there. And you've done it like all the time. It's different it's, for the kids, it's like this is an insurmountable thing and they just don't care anymore. Right. But of course when we get to the track <laughs> You know, yeah. you get to the finish near the finish line. You see the people. You hear the people. Yeah. You see the finish line. He's all out sprinting. It's like, well, okay, fine. I guess you did have some energy left, right? Yeah, could use that to could use that to pace yourself a little better. <laughs> but uh, that's the case. 
again with a lot of people but yeah that's my uh, my daughter did the same thing when she hit the track she saw one of her friends who's uh her friend nora was there and uh nora's dad ran the 5k so nora was in, in the like we ran around the track right so she's in the infield of the track well all of a sudden grace sees her and just takes off and i'm like wait and i wasn't like paying attention and before i know it she's good 20 30 yards ahead of me and i'm like whoa now i gotta like and i'm running full tilt to catch up to her <laughs> so i'm like yeah but so grace was done and uh i made a run a lot more than my wife did so we took mm-hmm. three minutes off her time so we ran at like 35 or something minutes then, yeah 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 and then we we look at the you look at the results and you're like okay that's good you know that's like a t- somewhere between eleven and twelve minutes and uh, there's kids that I'm I'm like flabbergasted looking at this some seven year old kids running like eight nine minute miles and yep. nine, I'm like whoa how where are the like that's a whole other level of you know what I want to know is how they're practicing how they, that yeah right because I was thinking about this going you know what I guess talking to my son about it we got we got to practice like we got to focus a bit on your your running specifically because it carries over to all these sports you're playing. Right. And I'm like thinking to myself, going, when would we do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no time or place where this is really possible. Like, you can't just like walk out the front door and go for a run. I mean, you by can your, by yourself. No, you kid, right? Like, I can go with you, but I'm at work. Like, when are we gonna go? At night after dinner? So On the weekend, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I thought about this, and you know, my kid, like I said, my kids recently have been getting up out of bed early. Like between six and six fifteen, they'll they'll get themselves all ready for school, which is good, right? We motivated them. They were just getting on the computer, uh, but then they were like, "No, you got to do this, this, and this before you get on the computer. You got to be able to walk out the door for school, basically, without having eaten, because we'll come down and we'll do breakfast together. Like we do breakfast at seven, so they could play on the computer until seven, and then if they're already a little bit after. But uh, I'm like, that would be the time where we would do it but it would be such a coordinated effort and it would i think it would be because it would, well i haven't done it because i think it'd be too much of a chore like no before you get on the computer you have to go for a mile run what <laughs> like it doesn't right right around the block or something right yeah well we have you like a to- 1k loop up on, and uh and that i totally be should be making them do that but I can't make them do it, and I got to get up out of bed with them, which I do. I'm up then, anyways. Like, but I'm usually that's usually when I am exercising, and that's when my time is right to do get it in. Uh, so I'd have to get up earlier, which I, maybe I should. But then I got to be like, okay, now you got to get. Now that it's cold, and it's sort of like get out of your pajamas, get in. It's a whole different mentality, which works for us adults. Frankly, I don't think the kids really need it because <laughs> they get a lot more exercise than we do. Uh, they do, but maybe there's, there's just not as much. We think they have stamina. Oh, no, I don't think they have stamina, but I, I don't think we're going to, I, I don't think, like, I have to force myself to exercise, right? They get a lot of it <laughs> sort of passively in recess and they do. around and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a different, a different it's dynamic weird to fit when in. you're I don't quite, nine, nine I, haven't, I haven't solved that problem yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. We sort of solve it by biking everywhere. I mean, like we, we had to bike everywhere, but obviously that doesn't well, carry wait a over. Yeah, that's a fourteen mile bike ride. That's some stamina, right? Yeah, but we're not going fast. We don't need. Right? Well, he's he's not, he's not like really. He's sort of exercising his his legs, but it's not like yeah. a heavy cardiovascular workout. It's just so I guess I guess 
what we're talking about is normal. It's the abnormal thing that I don't, like you said, how do you get kids to practice? How do you get a nine year old kid to practice running an eight minute mile? To practice running. Yeah. yeah. And, and pace themselves for a how? 5K. I, you'd have to like go to the track. Yeah. And sit there with them or do it with them. Because yeah, you can, you'd... once you do it a lot, you can kind of get the feel for it. I know you mentioned the other day, you're like, I know I should be at the mile marker. Like, why is my mm-hmm. phone not going? And then your phone went off, right? You get the sense yeah. of that. But yeah. So when I was running this race the other day, I meant to tell you, this was a good one. I wanted to tell you this one. I'm going up a hill, right? And there's this this woman in front of me. There were a lot of women in front of me. This woman in front of me. Um, and you're probably just going to say, yeah, that's very common. I am about 100% certain that uh, she peed herself <laughs> what? on purpose. Just, I, I'm swear, I'm not joking in any way. Like, I don't think she knew I was behind her. My feet are very quiet, very silent runner. And we're heading up this hill, and there's a lot of dripping going on, and there's a lot of wetness everywhere. And she was sort of running funny. And then when it was all over, she resumed her stride and took off and sped up a little more again. And I think I, I'm almost 100% certain that she peed herself while running just so she wouldn't have to stop. That seems a little over. It seems absurd a, for a turkey trot. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the, te- the whatever, 10 miler. The tough 10 miler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard of like Olympic athletes. I am, uh, you know, I stopped. I stopped caliber. during the race to pee. I had to pee during yeah, the race. Okay. I stopped. I found, I was, I spared, was like a, two mile span where I was just looking for spots, looking for spots, looking. And I finally found a spot I liked and I ran into the woods, relieved myself and then got back into the uh, mix. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of triathletes doing it, but those are, you know, the super type A people that are right. You know, like that takes some, it's very distracting. I don't know how you could concentrate on. I feel like I would trip. I feel like I wouldn't even try. I don't even know. Like I can't. I, I can't put it. My I can't visualize this. Me running mm-hmm. down with my parts hanging out, trying to not pee on myself. It's just <laughs> no, not... no. It wouldn't hang out. You just go in your pants. <laughs> no, no. This is a terrible thing to have brought up. <laughs> You'd have to run. You run backwards and just spray everybody else. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I was not imagining things. She definitely did this. And it seems very strange to me. But she was working very hard to get a good time, it seemed. Uh, we were we ended up running very near each other for most of it. And I can't remember who. I, she may have pulled ahead of me at the end there. I think she might well, have. Well, I'm glad. I, like, I appreciate the people that work hard at at these races, yeah. you know, I, that, you know, or I know there's people that are from all walks of life and all sorts of abilities. But I appreciate and I appreciate them all, but I do appreciate the people who are, you know, pushing themselves in these races, right? They, you know, that's part of why you race to push yourself. And that's kind yeah, of, if you're going to do a thing, you know, yeah. do it hard. Right? right. That's kind of why I was telling Grace because she, afterwards she did say she had more fun. I had more fun with mommy. She let me walk more. Um, and, <laughs> and I know my favorite, my favorite thing that she said during the race was, <laughs> yeah, you remember. <laughs> well, I see it in the show notes. I just thought <laughs> now, but <laughs> something to the effect of this would be a, we should have brought our phones so we should catch Pokemon. Which is funny because we haven't played Pokemon since like August. When it first came out, we did, we did, they played, I played, but we haven't played at all. Like I said, since August, it's been like three or four yeah. months, three, whatever. 
So for her to have brought that up right at the beginning of the race, I, I was like, huh, all right, well. Uh, and truth be told, it doesn't work. <laughs> I tried that. When While I was, you're running? Yeah, because it's, it thinks you're going too fast or something. And, and, and you, you have to be, keep the Maybe Pokemon you are going too fast. Always yeah. front and center. You're gloating again, huh? No, it's just a limitation of the app. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. Don't know. Yeah. That's it? Just no, yeah. that's All not right. it. No. Uh, that was boot dryers? Right. I don't know. Did I tell you about my boot dryer project? I'm very excited. I'm trying to think of... I had something on my top of my tongue. But okay, your boot dryer About dry running? Project. About uh, peeing your pants while running. Hmm? Uh, yeah, no? yeah, no. Go, go up with the boot dryer. Well, once again, it's you know a project that may be exciting for me, but no one else. But I... I I like uh, so I shopped around because you when you have winter boots and gloves they get wet they don't dry out because boots especially are waterproof your feet and hands sweat a lot and so the inside gets all nasty and it takes it's really hard for them to dry this is a real thing it's not just me it happens to everyone um so they sell boot dryers and glove dryers and you can, there's all kinds of different shapes and sizes and types and whatnot. And people have made DIY, you know, made made their own ones, and they hook hair dryers and whatnot, which seems crazy because that's just going to catch fire. But I found one that looked perfect. It was this this sort of uh, long box that was that was on a stand horizontally, and just had some fans, so no heat, just room temperature air uh, flowing through some tubes that you stick in your boots, and you put the gloves on these other tubes. Great. Right. Well, for like four pairs of boots and gloves, it's like $500 yeah. for, this, for this thing. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm looking I mean, at it, it, I think. It doesn't even have a heater in it. It's just a couple of fans. So like, all right, this is nuts, kids. Like, we, we can we can build a boot dryer. Um, so we're, you know, we're starting on that. So I ordered some parts, found some really cool fans. They're super quiet. They move a lot of air. And it doesn't have to move air at a super high speed because you're going to leave them on there for hours, right? You just need to get some ventilation going through the things. Uh, so I'm pretty excited. We're going to, we're going to, the kids and I are going to make a box this weekend. Uh, try, I'm going to try to make it nice. Cause I gotta, I gotta, it's gotta be up to my wife's standards of carpentry. And, um, there really isn't much to the detail. My biggest concern about the boot dryer is what do you do if you only want to dry like one pair of boots? Do you leave the other tubes open, or do we need to have some kind of mechanism to plug those holes so the air doesn't get wasted? Um, well, the air wouldn't get wasted because well, the, the fans, unless the fans are variable. Well, it's not wasted in the sense that, it, but if, but if you plug, if you jam two of the tubes in boots, there's a right. bit of back pressure, right? So maybe all of the air just takes the path path of least resistance and goes out the other tubes, right? right. Don't you remember your fluid dynamics class in college? I do. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I dropped it. It <laughs> <laughs> dropped it. It was horrible. Oh, it was awesome. super, yeah. It was, it was up there with, uh, um, you know, physics 313, right? Well, physics 313, I could get behind. The fluids, that, that was my, my bad semester, my dark semester of college. I almost dropped <laughs> out. But uh, <laughs> another story, another time. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think you're gonna. I think you should be prepared to plug those holes up. 
But maybe I, you I don't will. Have to. I mean, that's that's a part of the design. And yeah. I was maybe just plug the tubes together would be a simple way. We'll see if they're narrow enough. Maybe there's enough resistance there to sort of not make any difference. But hmm, some design design decision making. The one big thing I I already one thing I already purchased for the whole system. I got a, a timer switch, which I should probably get from our for our actual like bathroom fans. Makes sense, but. So you know you push it a couple times and you you select how many hours you want it to run for and then and then it just does it and shuts itself off no big deal. So we'll see. I'll keep you updated on that. Um, I'm gonna jump all the way back because we talked about basketball starting. We had basketball practice tonight. I was the only parent who stayed, and I felt like a moron. I'm like, did I miss something again? Because um, <laughs> what's going on? Well, like, why, do, why do you stay? Where else am I going to go? Well, we've been over this, right? Do, do, do the grocery shopping. Hour, it's a one hour. Ba- I seriously doubt any of them did grocery shopping. I, I'm. They probably all drove home and then drove back again to pick them up. So a lot of times in this situation something in my family will do is somebody will do drop off and somebody else will do pickup and we will share the we'll do mm-hmm. carpools type thing. So like, we'll uh, drive that makes sense if you're, if you're, and, yeah. if you're a motorist, you know, and you're like motoring everywhere, but uh, I'm, I'm there on my bike. I don't really want to, what am I going to do? I mean, it, no, I understand. Soon we're going to have a grocery store near where his basketball is. So that might make sense. Maybe I'll bring the, um, what does it have to be a grocery store? It can be any errand. You could go buy light bulbs at the hardware store or sure. right. lotto tickets. I, did, I didn't have any the- errands. I didn't have any errands to run, I guess. Plus, I want to be at the practice to watch him practice so we can talk through things that uh, we need to talk through. No, that's so good. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. But uh, it, it drives me bonkers that yeah. parents show up for the games and not the practices. Well, sometimes I think your kid may want a little space. Uh, that is fine too. I, okay. I did not hassle him during practice. I was purely observing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very very conscious of that. Yeah. Uh, partially, I'm there for the coach if he needs help. Just, you know, coach, look at me. You need me to yeah. you know yeah. run a drill yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was there by himself. Well, I can give you some basketball drills. I'm taking his. I like being the assistant coach sometimes. I will take his direction, whatever he wants. But well, I feel are you like the, you are the assistant coach. No, no. I'm not. Okay. I could. I can play that role if need be. Um, but you go to a game, you know this, right? Parents go to the soccer games, and they'll yell all kinds of stuff at their kids. Right. Also it's bad. It's completely crazy, yeah. right? Like, yeah, kick it that way, run left. I don't know. Just It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. If you had attended any of the practices, you would know what you are saying now is completely contrary to everything I've taught them. So please, shh, shh. Yeah. Shh, shh. You, you, right? shh, shh. So I want to be at the practice so I can hear what the coach is teaching them so I don't contradict anything that he says, for one. Maybe I can supplement it. or Maybe I can learn a bunch from what he is. I can learn what he's teaching them and, and you know, build on it and help reinforce it. It just seems strange to me that no one... What did you, what did you learn today yeah, at basketball? I, I mean, I can't go to his school. It's, I guess that's similar, right? I don't sit through his school day. I think you're kind of on the cusp here where that's well, I'm beyond it clearly because I was the only one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're necessarily doing the wrong thing. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with sitting and watching a practice, um, especially if it's something that's sort of new to you and him. Because if you want to do it at home, like you said, all these conversations, and if you want to be like reinforce some of the the work that was that you did at practice, then I think it's more that I, I don't know what I could get done inside of an hour if I had an errand nearby to run. Yeah, well, that's I could do like it. I or said, if I had brought my daughter with us, we could have gone and played in the other room for a while. Yeah, uh, that's a thing, but well, we wouldn't have really gone. Anywhere well, it's also else. part of being a biker. Cyclist. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Right? it I mean, your commute time is longer. I'm a, it's longer. Uh, yeah. So, but it, and it doesn't. I don't feel downtrodden about it, right? I just don't even consider it. It's right. like no, that's well, just the way I'm, it is. I'm not it's, gonna. I'm not gonna ride just your twenty reality. miles across, you know, wherever to get to Target and back again in an hour. I guess doesn't make any sense. Uh, I wouldn't make it in time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. I uh, I think I think don't think you're doing anything wrong necessarily. I don't think you're doing. I don't think you need to stay. Um, well, clearly, I don't need to. If it was the first one, you know, I hate the idea of uh, as a coach. I hate the yeah. idea of um, you know the parent driving, kicking the kid out the car, and not even you know before the, not even let the wheels stop. Uh, Coach may want to talk to the parents. Of course, the coach should have communicated that in an email beforehand, like in the initial or whether or not phone call, whatever, uh, you know, hey, you're on my team or, you know, I want to have a chat with the parents. But, uh, you know, I would never, like I said, kick my kid out of the car in the first practice. I'd always, you know, show up, shake the coach's hand. Thanks for doing this. Let me mm-hmm. know if you need anything. You got, you know, my kid doesn't have any allergies, you know, that, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Well, I mean, if your kid, my point is if your kid has allergies to anything, you know, they list that. And you get to register with all that stuff. Well, you know, reinforce it. I, as a coach, I would like my a parent because I, I might have missed something. Right? I would if, mm-hmm. if you if your kid has a bee allergy and is going to be on a soccer field. <laughs> well, I would I want to have a conversation. Thank you for letting me know. Is there an EpiPen? Is you know what do I need to do? I lathered myself with peanut butter and bees <laughs> before the game. Hey, I'm just trying to think as put myself on both sides of this. Right? Um, I, I felt yeah. yeah. I just it felt weird. I mean, I helped him a little. I ran and got the pennies. I found him in the closet. That was about it. Didn't need me otherwise. Yeah. Now, some like I said, sometimes the coach is like, uh, "I don't really need your help." So just uh, I didn't. Know, I, was, I wasn't forcing help on him. Uh, I was sitting good, good, and then you know, just like good. when he said, "Hey, kids, we're gonna scrimmage. Let's see if I can find coach. I'll go find some pennies. You take care of the kids." Right. I don't want to usurp the head coach's duties. I want to do the things that would take his time away from. Focusing on the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's what the assistant is for. So I ran in the closet and found the pennies. Yeah. Good. That's all. Yeah. See? Like I said, you're doing the right thing. I hope so. So are the, most of those other people too, but. By leaving. <laughs> you know. If they, if they go into the bar for, uh, you know, an hour. It's not bad. It's not, not a bad idea. Actually, there will be a bar pretty close to where <laughs> he plays basketball in the not so distant future. I'll see, hmm. you know. I'll, a pint. Uh, well, if you're on your bike, maybe you can I'm have on two. Bike. But, Who cares? Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. There's no upper uh, limit. Still. So listen, we got a mail I didn't tell you about. Well, I did tell you about it, but I'm going to okay. read it <laughs> on the air. Mm-hmm. Michael Richter writes in and he says, I'm listening to last week's episode, Be Better, right now, and I had to stop it because I was laughing uncontrollably. Hmm. Jason, when I heard you mention the bagel and the banana, I had just finished eating my breakfast, a bagel and a banana. 
So glad. And, I'm glad. And he's not the only person. A friend of mine, uh, Ellie, I'm not even sure her status as far as kids or not, but uh, she also said the podcast was very funny. That's two feedbacks we got this week. The podcast funny. I also got two feedbacks. They don't want to hear about politics. Well, good for them. They're yeah. going to hear it whether or not they like <laughs> Just go to Randy's Twitter feed. You'll get all the That's news. Right. Uh, not the show Twitter feed, which We're is sort of- We're in a lot of, of trouble, people. We're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into it. So- uh, yeah, Bury your head in the sand. Bury I'm it. not burying my head in the sand, but you know, if people want to escape for an hour uh, and listen <laughs> to a couple of dads- For an hour, I get it. Yeah, it's Goof fine. around. I, I, under- I understand the escape. Yeah. Yeah, there are some politics podcasts that are actually. I'm telling you, we're going to start one. Good. I'm right. Yeah. He's wrong. The five thirty eight one, I think, uh, is that the yeah. yeah the five thirty eight thing. I gotta I gotta tune into that. I gotta figure out what's up with that guy because he's like some numbers guy, right? Yeah. And he yeah. predicts who's going to win the election, <laughs> but he got it wrong like everybody else, yeah, or he yeah. got it right. I I don't know. One of those guys guessed it like nine months ago and said it was right. And he, I think, was uh, whatever. Big news we'll have to follow up on a little later. We have more news. My son is in a play. Oh, a I mean, I think they're all in a play. A but usually when he's in a play, he's like the uh, tree stump, you know. Yeah, left he gets, tree. He gets no lines. Does he? This time he has lines. So we worked on his lines a little bit tonight. It was great. Wow. I had to, uh, I was like, yeah. I'll read, you know, I'll read the parts for all the other people. So I get to do my acting. Yeah. And uh, we worked on his enunciation because you really got to be clear, right? Each syllable needs to be snake in a cage, right? Yeah, snake in a cage. Yeah. Enunciate. It's got to be I know clear. I, I've can't, not done a good job on this show. If you're doing a play, you're up on stage. Project. You, project. Yeah, really coming out of the lungs. So we're going to work on this because he's not so great at this right now. We uh, we have our living nativity this weekend. My son is uh, one your, of the wi- guy- your wife told me she invited yeah. us. My I son is her- one of the guide children, and I have a part as a uh, is he rabbi. reading? He's so he's in a play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, we, we're these kids, man. They're doing all kinds of stuff. You don't Good want me them. to? I, I can't. I'm not supposed to heckle. Oh, you I can going? try. We got to stay. You know, it's it's the acting thing is not really my uh. Enunciate, okay? While yeah, you're up there? I will. I, t- I try. All right. Yeah. Because I need to follow along. I don't know. Uh, so on. I have one line that someone was like, you really need to deliver it this way because you sound this way. Mm-hmm. And she's coaching me on it. And I'm like, I'm literally repeating exactly what I'm hearing from you. She's like, you, you, your inflection's all wrong. You're going up at the end instead of going or down in the end. Just go flat. I can't do it. I'm tone deaf. <laughs> I, I am. I cannot do it. You get to record it and listen to yourself. I guess. I don't know. Someone else told me to switch up to like this, the uh, stress and put on a different syllable, and that kind of mm-hmm. helped me. But when she was like, "You're going up," when I'm should be going down. I guess I'm mm-hmm. kind of doing it now. But holy smokes! I, <laughs> I told him. I yeah. I told him when he was. I wish I had his lines in front of me. <laughs> you I, you have to enunciate each syllable yeah. when you're in a play and talk slower so everyone will hear your <laughs> words right it's yeah really slow and talk really slow right uh, and, yeah. he, and he did it. It was hilarious. He started. Good. What's, <laughs> he what, his, what's his uh, What's his role? I forget. You told me. You, uh, not, uh, I don't remember. It's something one. Hamlet? Yeah, he's, he's a stranger number one or something. Um, what is the play? It's, a, it's about Plymouth Rock, I think. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't didn't know. even look at the. I jumped right to his lines. I didn't look at the title of the play. Huh. Mm, we'll get. We'll come back to that. Well, we can read the lines. I'll send you the script and we can do the whole oh, show next week. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I think we got all the stuff. We didn't get everything. I had tons of stuff. No, I didn't talk about chicken marriage either. Leaf blowers. Oh, and chicken marriage is kind of funny, but it's sad at the same time because I'm Maybe failing for... my children. Next mm-hmm. week, we will talk about leaf blowers and chicken marriage. Cue the music. <laughs>